You can press pause on this Pete and Kimber podcast anytime you like. But Thai Airways new flights from Perth to Bangkok? Well, they're non-stop. Book now with Thai. Smooth as silk. This is the Pete and Kimber podcast. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. From Sydney. Yeah, today. here we are. Yeah, uh, we've got a packed podcast for you. A lot of juicy, juicy content on the way, which we'll cover off very soon. But um, what do you got for you us? kick you off with something delicious. Kick me off with something. I like delicious. What's delicious? What it's, do you got? It's the Doritos theory. What's okay. your go-to Dorito bag? Um, I No, I just like your, your just normal standard Doritos, like the ones that Hang don't on. have any flavour to them. The green bag. Is that the one? The where plain one. Yeah, where it's just salt. Wow. Yeah, that's I like that. I'm, I'm a red bag girl myself, Cheese Supreme. Cheese Supreme. Um, right. Well, look, there is a Dorito theory going crazy on the TikTok. Um, Damn, you're so lingo, hey. You're so, like, clutch, <laughs> catch. Look, the idea of it Classy. is that look, a lot of people are breaking up with their partners. Mm. Let's say it's probably their boyfriends and girlfriends. It's a slightly younger generation. Although I don't think the theory is completely wrong. Um, but they're calling it the Dorito theory because they're sort of like, look, think about the days that, um, you might come home, for example, you've had a long day at work, you sort of collapse on the sofa, you're barely taking your shoes off, you're shattered, right? And then you go, oh God, I've got to cook some dinner. But instead of cooking dinner, you go, oh, you know what? I'm just, I can't be bothered putting anything together. I'm just going to eat this bag of Doritos. Yeah, been right? there plenty of times. And you, you just sma- maybe you'll add some salsa or something, but you're smashing Doritos. And everyone loves them. They're like, oh, this is so yummy. And before you know it, you've eaten the whole packet. But then a couple of hours later, you go, oh, I wish I'd had a meal. Yeah. Because it was unfulfilling. Yeah. Left you feeling kind of empty. And the theory is that this is how people should be looking at their relationships. So, you know, that pa- that bag of Doritos starts to feel like a mistake. So it's sort of like you're not fully satisfied. It's like you might be dating someone who's not really meeting your needs. And every now and then it just it feels like it's tasty enough. It makes you feel like you're enjoying it. But if you actually sit down in it and think about it for a while, you're like, ah, it's not delivering. You need a meal. It's Yeah, you yeah. need a meal. It's not actually giving satisfaction. The experience in itself is not satisfying in the end. Mm. And so lots of TikTok users have been going, this is a great idea because they're sort of thinking about it going, yeah, you're right. You can never get enough of something that you don't need. Like It's true. You do oh, keep... When you think about it, yeah. And I remember this. I mean, like many years ago, I was sort of just like, oh, I don't know. No, I'm not like snacking through men, but my, but my friends and I used to joke <laughs> that... Nom, 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 nom. My friends and I used to joke that I was like man snacking because I just was in a space where I was like, I'm not interested in being in a long-term relationship with anyone. And I was like, I don't know. I'm just going to wait till I find someone I'm interested in. But occasionally you'd hook up with someone and you go, oh, it was all right. And my friends would say, if you man snack, you'll never be ready for a full meal. You'll never be so satisfied. And it, right. will, and it will also, you, it sort of just, it tames off that feeling, you know, of going, I actually do need something more fulfilling in my life. Yeah. And so, you know, I get the idea. And so they seem to think that everyone's using this now as their way to kind of Help their relationships. So you blew through a few bags of Doritos before you met James. <laughs> Is that? Your... I wouldn't say I blew through bags. Oh, that's not what I meant, though. Sure, I, you did. I was just saying you opened, like, opened some. You ate. What's on the podcast today, did you Pete? Have, how many? Did you have a? Did what, you like? What's on the podcast? Was it? 
Yep. I'm trying to move on. Where's no, you're not. What, you're what, not even what trying meal at all. would James be if, he, not... if he's a three course meal? Is he like a mate? He's a degustation. Oh, he's a degustation. <laughs> paired with oh my god, James, you are seven courses. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, anyway, podcast, eh? Podcast. <laughs> Uh, there's all sorts of things on there. Um, we chatted to Nat Barr and Matt Shervington. They came in because we're in Sydney. Yeah. They were like, we'll swing past the studio and say g'day. And we had a fun interview with them. Yeah. I Nat, think they're a little red faced. Yeah. Well, Nat, well, Nat in particular, I, yeah. she wouldn't answer one of the questions. No, no. And I'm, for good reason. Mm. Um, we chatted to people in Perth for their R rated jobs. And got them. Jobs that they're doing that are a little bit saucy. Um, we had Baz, the Lord Mayor, Basil Zemplis on this show, and it is quite the chat. I I know what look, you know what? It's an important chat. Very important chat. It's an important chat. I know he's not happy with me the way that I spoke with him, but I don't think I was out of line and I don't take back anything I said. No, and here's the thing, right? Like whenever we sort of have chats like this. Okay, the, re- the reality is they are like hectic chats and there's grit in there and all of that sort of stuff. Um, and it is a necessary chat. And you were so right in where you were coming from and the task that you needed to take him to. Because I feel like for the first time in quite some time with regards to him and his comments, he didn't have a place to go. It was just you stripped him bare and we finally got answers. Well, we'll see. That's what, what I liked about it. Yeah, cool. Well, we'll see what you think. Uh, we played Yay or Nay with producer Rami. Always a lot of fun. You'll enjoy that. We talked. Uh, this is. We took your calls on gross things you see on a plane. It was wonderful. That one left me speechless. Like we're still getting text messages throughout the day about how gross it made people feel. <laughs> Second call. Like other people who's, someone messaged me and said, my daughter and I are going to be flying soon and we don't want to take the flight because it's so gross. Right. Now you just know where not to put your hands. (laughs) Um, You're kidding me on the way as well. Our fun Tuesday game. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Have a podcast, you little snacks. (laughs) Got a bit of a random spicy one for us this morning. Mm. All right. Have you had an R-rated job? Ah, rated. Yeah. So just something a bit racy. A bit racy, a bit spicy, a bit sort of, oh, I don't think my family needs to know about this. It might be a little bit of a secret, or maybe you're completely open about it. The reason why is is a mum has been shocked to find out, you might have heard of these girls before, April and Amelia Madison. They're quite famous because you're on <laughs> you're on TikTok and the gram. <laughs> you're you're across them, aren't you? Between um, the two of them, mm. they've got about a million followers across the talk and the gram. I'm I'm sorry that I'm not across it. No? But, I mean, you know, happy right. to find out more. Okay, they're Gold Coast sisters um, and they're identical twins. Now, after a couple of years of doing OnlyFans content, mm. family have found the pictures and they've found the OnlyFans accounts and they've reached out to Mama. That's an awkward conversation to have because firstly you're like, well, how did you find the content, family? Right. Well, why were you on OnlyFans? It is so funny that you bring that up, right? These 20 year old identical twins, they decided to keep the account hidden, didn't last for long. It is so funny that you bring that particular point up because there's a couple of other stories I found while I was doing OnlyFans research. Um, and 
I've just got the audio here. Just take a listen to these, right? Now, this is an Aussie OnlyFans creator who spoke recently about her family disowning her when they found out she was doing explicit content on OnlyFans. Roll the audio. I started one about a year and a half ago, and like I always said from the start, I was going to go all in with it. Like I wasn't going to bother hiding it because I knew it would come out eventually. When my so, mum and sister found out, they couldn't even confront me about it. They had to ask my dad to call me about it because they just couldn't talk to me about it. All right, now that's tame. Okay, that's tame. Mm-hmm. Have a go at this. This is an OnlyFans creator whose stepdad found out she was on OnlyFans, but instead of disowning her, he signed up and watched the content for two months. Take a listen to this. My stepdad was my top subscriber on my naughty website. Now, I know what you're all thinking. Oh, stepdad fantasy, could have made content from it, blah, blah, blah. This man had been in my life since I was 11 years old and spent $2,000 on custom content every single video that I sent out. Whoa. Now, you know what I find funny about that audio? She goes, now, I know what you're all thinking. I could have made stepdad content. And is that, no, I was thinking, oh, my God, what a sicko. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) I was not thinking about capitalizing on it. My God. But she did capitalize on it. She created the stepdad package. No. Yes, legit. The stepdad package. Here's all the content that my stepdad loves and pays two grand a month for. You can have it too. She makes a lot of money off the stepdad package. But you're out there, right? Now, you can remain anonymous. If you don't want to open yourself up on this, we've got a voice decoder and everything. You don't have to tell us your name, but we want to know, have you had an R-rated job? My girlfriend used to work as a skimpy, and she said she wore less on the ice skating rink when she was doing champion ice skating. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So there you go. I mean, is ice skating an R-rated job? What, no, what is it? no. But like, but that's why she was like, I didn't feel that weird about wearing a skimpy outfit because I wore this in competitive <laughs> was, ice skating. I'm actually quite warm in this gear. <laughs> Vicky, in tapping, you've had an R-rated job. What was it? Have we got Vicky there? I'm going to say no, we don't. Have we got Rachel in Midland? Is Rachel in Midland there? All right, we've got Vicky. Hey, Vicky, are you there? Come in, Vicky. We've broken the system. Okay. We've actually shut it, it down. It seems that things are going on, that we, there's gremlins in the system. Everything's exploding. Hey, Tim, back in the studio there in Perth, turn your microphone on. Bear with me two seconds, guys. No, the, uh, no I don't want to lose these callers. No, no, They're you absolutely amazing. do not want to. Absolutely. So not. let's let's get them back onto the right phone line. What have we got there? Oh, I can't I can't change anything on the desk. It's all uh, everything is all died. Hang on two seconds. Oh, <laughs> everything's died. Look. Are you serious? You know, I feel oh, sorry. Yeah, I've got some like you know. weird error screen coming up on the thing where I, oh, I no. change it to phone. This happens to... every time we right. get callers. Let's like try this. it now. Let's see if we've got Vicky now. Hello, Vicky. Are you there, Vicky? You need to bring there. Right. Okay, Vicky. Vicky. Hello, Vicky. Vicky. Hey, hey! Hey! Oh, we got you. Thank God, Vicky. <laughs> Vicky, Thanks welcome. for hanging on. Tell us this, about this your R-rated con- job. <laughs> this content must be way too hot for this switchboard. <laughs> anyway. Yep. What was it, Vicky? I was a receptionist at a gentleman's club. Let's go with that. Oh, and how, uh, how busy do they get? Oh, yeah. Well, I had to keep dodging questions as to whether I was on the menu or not. Oh, okay. Were you on the menu, oh. Vicky? Absolutely not. No, I was just answering the phones and taking I'll have the, the number 47. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Now, Vicky, I've got to ask this, right, because we obviously know what the Gentleman's Club does. Um, yep. Was there anybody that would come in that you recognised? No. Prominent Perth people. 
No, no, I, uh, there was nobody sort of like famous or infamous that came in, but I made sure that uh, that job, I worked a long way from where I lived. Oh, right, right, okay. <laughs> yeah. And nobody ever found out or anything? No, no. Right, so a secret to this day. All right, thank you, mm. Vicky. Um, let's move on to Rachel in Midland. Very interesting, this call. So, Rachel, you were a phone sex operator in the 90s. Is that right? Oh, hang on. I think our system's blown up again. You're killing me. All there right. we go. Rachel, you're there. Oh. Morning. <laughs> Rachel, Hello. tell us what happened. What were you uh, doing? Yeah, I was a phone sex operator in the 90s. So that was when the money was good before the internet ruined it. What were you walking around in while you were saying your sexiest gear and you're all like, I'm touching you here and I'm doing this? Were you like also stirring a pot of pasta while you had a kid on one hip? <laughs> oh no. Oh, you know what? You know what must have happened, right? Because four ninety nine a minute. <laughs> we can't afford it. Yeah, we we must have we must have lost it. <laughs> God, this has gone absolute poop, hasn't it? This segment. Oh, what? Far out. Okay. We've got Dasha Daly. She's a Perth influencer. Aren't you the woman we spoke to about the bloke who did a runner on you at the restaurant? Hey, guys. Yes, that is me indeed. <laughs> so, Dasha, we know you're on OnlyFans, but you're making right. some more of the heavier content on OnlyFans, right? I do, yes. Has this <laughs> I affected post daily your... nudes. I make has... sex tapes. I do it all, yes. <laughs> and has this affected your personal life? Absolutely. I've been through a lot of bullying, a lot of criticism in the past. People have actually subscribed to me who know me and then shared my content. There are a lot of consequences to this job. And then telling your family about it is the most awkward and most embarrassing thing you have to go through. How have your family handled it? Well, I didn't tell my dad. He's overseas and I've got brothers as well. I decided just not to tell them because I'm just too scared of being disowned. Um, My mum already didn't take it too well. I only told her because... You know, everyone around me found out pretty quickly. This is a job where you have to get exposure to be successful. You have to be all over social, out there on social media for everyone to see you. So all of my friends found out, and then I decided just to tell my mum, but not my dad. And my mum was like crying. She was upset. She's ashamed, and she said she would cut me off if anyone else in her circle of friends would find out about it. So yeah, wow. it's really difficult to be in the situation because yeah, I was naive. I didn't think people would find out what they did. <laughs> And I've been doing this for three years now. So, wow. Yeah. Okay, so that's seriously affected your relationship yeah. with your mum. Has oh, it been yes. worth it? <laughs> and dating is really hard as well. So guys will can't see past this job either. Has, so. it, has <laughs> it been worth it? Has it been worth it? Have you earned enough well, money yes, to go, got, yes? Yeah, I was a legal assistant. I was, I was living paycheck to paycheck on a 55K salary. And I hated my job. And I just How much are you making freedom. now, Dasha? How much are you making now? <laughs> I don't really want to disclose that, but it's a good six-figure salary. and Six figures. Yeah, I'm very six happy figures. and I'm getting ahead. Yeah, six figures. All right, I'm, I'm, okay. I've got a flexible schedule and, yeah, I'm okay. really happy. Thanks, Dasha. There you go. So she's happy. Mum's not, but she's happy. Now, is our system playing friends with us now? Because we've got an anonymous caller who is not prepared to share their name and we've disguised their voice. Let's just make sure. All right, so I'm just going to say, hello, anonymous caller. Hello? Hello. There okay. We go. Yes, the decoder is working. Okay, so you've asked for your na- your voice to be um, decoded or disguised. What's your R-rated job? Uh, so yeah, I used to be a stripper. <laughs> okay, but like, so in a in a gentleman's club or in a major club in Perth, or 
No, I actually started as a lingerie skimpy and slowly worked my way up to doing topless and nude waitressing at Bucks parties. And then it slowly just went on to, um, yeah, then started doing the strip shows um, at Bucks parties. Okay, so you've asked for your voice to be disguised. Is it because you, you no longer do it or you're ashamed of it or what? how has it had an effect on your life? I no longer do it. Um, and my only my closest and my mum, I only ever told her that I did lingerie. Well, I'm skimpy, but she never knew any of the other um, areas that I did. And also, um, I work in a professional um, job now, so uh, and also have a partner, so you don't right. want to disclose. Yeah, and the partner anything. didn't know? The partner doesn't know that you used to do this? Uh, I have told him, but not everything. <laughs> oh, right. How do you feel about it in reflection? We know that now there's plenty of young women who are going, hey, if you can't beat him, join him. I'm going to make as much money as I can. Um, do you have any regrets about what you were doing or do you encourage others? Uh, no regrets because, you know, I made the line I wouldn't cross and I stuck to that, as in I never did anything sexual or anything like that. Um, and I say I take my hat off to people if they want to uh, do that type of job. That's if they have the confidence and they can do it. Then um, yeah, by all means. Now um, I surely you do enough shows, you'd bump into somebody that you know. Did that ever happen? I tried to mainly do shows in the country, um, not too much in Perth, like Geraldton or, you know, Kagooli. But, yes, I, I have run into people that I used to go to school with. And how they is, react? Yeah. Uh, they were surprised, but um, they weren't nasty of, or anything like that. Uh, but, yeah, it was a little embarrassing. <laughs> right. Mm. All right. Thanks for calling us this morning. Thanks for answering our question. Not a problem. There we go. Um, I, I don't know how I could, I could do that. If I was at a Bucks party and I saw someone I went to school with. I mean, I don't know. Aren't we just smiling politely? I mean, everybody's been fornicating with somebody at some point. I suppose. Like, yeah, you know what sure. I mean? you just got to be honest about the fact that the people yeah. you don't want to think about doing that stuff are still doing it stuff. Everybody does. I know, but imagine having that conversation. Oh, we did math together. She's <laughs> 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 all right. Let's, let's move on. Go on. Sunrise's own Nat Barr and Matt Shervington are here. Let's go. That's nice welcome, isn't it? Thank yeah, you. lovely. Thanks for coming by. I mean, we are thrilled to see you. We it's an extra because we are already here in Sydney because Amy Shark has invited us as one of the judges on Australian oh, Idol. She's name invited us. Already. Yeah. I know. Uh, <laughs> we didn't get an invite, did we? No, just you guys. No, um, we are an extra, but we're getting paid to be here, right? Oh, uh, this is overtime. We'll for get us. people yeah. to talk to your people. Yeah. Um, but no, she has invited us along to sit behind her at an Australian Idol live tonight. Really? And we're excited because we're going to be on TV. I'm also a little bit nervous. Do you think the camera does add, add 10 pounds? No, 10 kilos. <laughs> oh, 10 yeah, kilos. Yeah. Is that worse? That sounds I'm worse. Way worse. I'm a little right. bit worried yeah. about my friend Pete here. Um, oh, that's easy oh, on, because, Oh, that was fat shaming. Yeah. The, no, no, no. Not fat shaming at all. It's not about your body. Roll the audio. How on earth will they spot your head? How will they see it? <laughs> what do you mean? 
What are you talking about, Kimber? What are you trying <laughs> to re- miss it? What are you referring to there? You've just got a, a head that will be noticed. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Because it's large. You're not making this any better. Dude, we measured your head and your head was literally slightly larger than a watermelon. <laughs> Again, not making it any better. I'd like this. So I so just mean. I know it's, it's a fact. That's head shaming. Did no, we, no, no. Did it's we not mean measure your for head? those poor performers on Australian Idol? They're going to be so distracted. <laughs> oh, doubling down there, Shavo. Oh, I love it. Now, guys, we have interviewed you so many times. We have had lots of chats, so we thought to make it a bit more fun today that Pete and I would write each other's questions for the interview. Uh oh. So we haven't seen them. So Pete's going to be asking you questions that I have written and I'm going to be reading ones that he has written. I love it. Yeah, We don't know if we've thrown each other under the bus. We have no idea. Okay, all right. And are are they questions for both of us? Yeah, they're going to be directed at you, yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. I'm starting, so I've got your questions here. Who do you want me to start with, Nat or Shervo? I think Nat. I'll start with Nat. Okay, I've got it here. Here we go. I get nervous at this. You get nervous. I get nervous. Can you read a writing? Don't, don't pre-read it. Don't pre-read. All right. <laughs> um, Nat. Yes. <clears throat> the current median gender pay gap at the Seven Network is thirteen point eight percent. Oh my God, Kimba! Wow. Nat, how how much extra money are you making then, Sherva? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Hopefully God. a lot. <laughs> As it should be. Right. Yes. Okay. Mm. That's well answered, and thanks for not throwing me all over this story. Um, all right. Jesus. Uh, sh- I thought Shervo. the media agencies were immune from the gender pay gap investigation. Did you? Mm. No, we a... go the other way. Right. The females are on top. <laughs> what are we talking about again? Yeah, no, we don't need to go down that one. Um, that's a tangent. Now, sh- uh, Shervo, two-parter here. Oh, um, have you ever taken a sexy picture of yourself? What's that mean? Oh, it's a sexy picture. Define sexy. Good question, Dad. One could private picture that he'd be sending. Well, I don't know if he sent it on. I'm just like, have you taken private, a sexy you taking picture a private of picture yourself? Uh, <sighs> oh, there's a lot. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me clarify. Um, last week on the show, Nat stitched me up, right? Yeah. Because we had the dude Shane Rose who got caught. Oh yes, on, the mankini on a guy. Horse wearing a mankini, right? <gasps> yep. So anyway, we interviewed him, gave the CEO of Equestrian Australia a mankini as a thanks for coming in. And then Nat goes, oh, actually, you should know this story really well because of this. And brought up a photo of me in my undies on a horse. Oh. So I'll, I'll say this. I wouldn't say it was sexy, <laughs> but it was me in my undies on a horse. Right. And you know what that's caused? A lot of Googling. Right oh, now. a lot of googling, like, which is all everyone wanted. Now, now, can I should I move ogling. on to the questions that Pete has given me? Oh, you don't want me to ask how many it took to get right. The other part of the question. <laughs> okay, well, right, well, okay, we'll turn this rolling. auto focus. Okay, okay. Right. all right, it's your turn okay. now. Now, I've given you a question for you. Need I'm to ask reading. Nat okay. her question Nat. first. Yes. Okay, Nat, we're playing fire, shag, or marry. Oh, I like Beretta. This. Koshi and Shervo. Oh, no. Fire, Shag, or Mary, Beretta, Koshi, Shervo, 
No. Come on, Nat. I played the fifth. Ditch up, man. No, I can't. <laughs> that is impossible. I played the fifth. Do we have the fifth in Australia? Uh, no. It's on all the movies. Is, is, it, is it because no. you shag equally all of them? Yeah. You don't want it's anyone the to. Sh- it's the shag, shag one, one that's upsetting. No, I, I can't. I, I Can actually we, yeah. cannot answer that. That's okay. Well, then I don't wow. know. Way I, too Catholic. Can I get to the second question? You can fire, get to fire, I suppose. Fire us all. Okay, yeah, which one? Oh, well, for the second question, which one do you think it would have been for you, Shervo? Fire. Fire. Okay. Absolutely. Well, that, that's handy because yeah. um, it says here as a follow-up question: If Nat chose to fire <laughs> Shervo, what is your broadcast doing now? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know which one she's shagging between Koshi and Beret. Oh, I guess guess who's here? Karen's here, everybody. I believe in miracles. <laughs> yes, sir. He will not speak until his music comes on. I must have taken him a little bit of time to walk into the studio then just for a moment. There was just a break in programming. Hi, buddy. Hello, guys. How are you? It's lovely to speak with you all the way over from Perth. Oh, um, it is It is great to have you there. We miss you, Perth. Uh, hey, guys, straight into you kidding me. I've made three montages uh, of years. You guys need to try and guess what the years are. All make sense? Yep. What doesn't make sense is that we've referenced that um, we're not in Perth at the moment and nobody knows why. So we're in in Sydney for Australian Idol tonight. So I hope there's a lot of Australian Idol references in these montages here, Carrot. Well, you will only find out in one way, Pete, and that's by me throwing to the first one. (laughs) Pete, you currently trail Kimba. (laughs) You currently trail Kimba four to five, so you need this one to tie it all up. Let's throw to the first one. Our next contestant, 23-year-old Johnny Ruffo, wants to prove it can be done. My dream is to sing and dance in front of the whole world eventually. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? What about like a princess theme? Versace meets the gold rush. I'm thinking tanned gentlemen that swallow fire and wear sarongs. So that first audio was The Voice. I thought the song in the middle was Johnny Ruffo singing that song. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just thought you were just adding in some of his performance. Um, oh, wow. Okay, um, I am going to go with something relatively stupid like I've got mine. Have you got yours? Oh, yeah, okay. All right. What um, have you got, 2010. I said 2010. No! Oh. Uh, do, do we want to... I'll ch- May. I'll go May 2010. <laughs> it doesn't matter no, what the month okay. is. I'll change mine. I'll go 2011. Ooh, okay. So, Pete, you've gone 2011, Kimber 2010 for you. Yeah. Pete, you better be happy that you changed your answer because it was 2011. Let's, oh. Let's throw to the second one. Off of STS 7 and America's first woman astronaut, and the shuttle has cleared the tower. Singing was um, completely unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly because I often find that it's out of time when we're far away in Sydney and you're often out by a couple of beats and it, it sounds terrible. Yeah. Mate, we're out by three hours at the moment. Um, what year was that? Okay, I'm ready, Pete. You got yours? Yep. 84. 
1941. <laughs> 84 for Kimba. Pete, what have you gone with? 1941. Oh, okay. <laughs> Seriously? Okay. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, I will go with, I know it's an 80s. I'm going to go with 87. Okay, 87 for you, Pete. 84 yep. for you, Kimba. Yeah. It was 1983. Let's go to a third oh, one. Still Kimba. tied up. More than 1,000 ANSET staff cramming the airline's luxury lounge in Sydney to farewell the last flight. The amazing Spider-Man! My name's the Human Spider. I don't care, get out there. No, you got my name wrong. Get out there, you moron. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. No, this hurts so much. I have no idea. That was the first Spider-Man, and that was ages and ages and ages ago before like Robert Downey Jr. played Iron Man in 2008, and this is going way back. Yeah. It's, is it Tobey Maguire? Tobey Maguire's the, the Spider-Man in that movie? What oh, okay. year was it? That's correct. Um, that is correct. Okay. Are you ready? <sighs> Are we going with something here? Yes. Where'd you go? 98. 2002. 2002 for Kimber, 98 for Pete. I initially put 99 and didn't back myself because I thought Toby Maguire's not that old. Well, Kimber. He's, he's pretty old. I'm glad you didn't back yourself because it was 2002. Oh! Hit the nail on the head. Kimber, you lead 6-4. Well done. Congratulations. Oh, Kimber. <laughs> oh, I bowed down to you. Well played. There's news that's made me sad today. Oh, what's that? I'm sorry to say it, but um, basically there's been a bunch of employers, uh, they've had to send in all of their stats on their pays, on what what they're paying all of their employees, so that everyone could see clearly whether or not there is a gender pay gap. As if we didn't know. Um, and this is pretty shocking stats. More than six in ten employers have a gender pay gap in favour of men that's more than 5%. 60% of employers, more than yep. 5% gender pay gap. So overall, Far it, out. overall, it means that women's earnings each year are, are almost $19,000 less than a man. So it's about making 81 cents to every man's dollar. Now, one of the main sort of companies, they've actually ranked 5,000 Australian companies. So we, you can go in and search if the company that you work for is there and see or who you want to support. Now, looking at Lorna Jane, the fitness wear, right, with women. So they, Lorna Jane should be good. I mean, you it's, think it's that. Lorna Jane. They've got one of the biggest pay gap disparities at 37%. Now, to put this in context, the company employs 1,382 women and 47 men. What? So the retail stores, so all the women working in the stores, 100% of their staff are women. And yet they only make, and the men, they only they make up 97%. So there are only 3% of men in that company altogether, and they're still making that much more money that than the women. That is insane. There's 3% of, women, of men making more money than 97% of their workforce. Right, it's huge. There are also massive gaps in other female clothing brands. City Chick, Tempt, Valley Girl, Forever New, Sea Folly Bathers. You know the jewellery chain LaVisa? Yeah, yeah. You see it in most of the shopping centres. Yep. The male CEO makes $29 million a year. They're second on the ASX and they've got a 26.4% pay gap. 
So their gap is smaller than Lorna Jane. It is. It just absolutely blows my mind. Uh, you know, I mean, women listening to this, you should be outraged at this. Yeah, and go taking... and tell all the men in your life no, how but angry you are. What I was going to say, no, no, no. Like what I was going to say, blokes, you should be outraged even more. Like the, the only way that we change something like this and make it better for the women around us is if us men stand up and go, this is a problem and we need to sort it out as well. Well, and to make it perfectly clear, a lot of people don't understand how it works. We're not talking about you and I, Pete, doing the same job. Mm. We're not talking about you and I getting paid the same. We're talking about upper men in upper management in all of the more high-paying roles. So it's the opportunities for those high-paying roles generally go to men. Men are given more opportunities than women. That's just what it comes down to. Yep. Even in female-dominated industries, men are making more than women. Even in nursing, in teaching, all of the roles that you think more women are working in, men are still earning more. Michael in Eglinton, good morning, mate. You've got some thoughts on this. Yeah, I just think um, you said it yourself. If a male and a female both go for the same job, right, they're both going to get paid the same. Mate, we're not talking about... Yeah, Michael, but we're not actually talking about pay gaps in that way. Well, that's what a pay gap is. You're saying women don't get paid the same as men. That's incorrect. No, it's actually women. not, Michael. What I'm what I'm saying is the pay where people are often mistaken is that they think that a pay gap is just Pete and I going for the same job, or a man and a woman going for the same job, and be, and a man being paid more. While that does happen in some places, it's not actually legal. So Australia have had laws against that forever. What we're talking about is a lack of opportunities where lots of men are getting paid a lot more because they're in higher ranking positions in those companies and women aren't given the opportunities to take those higher positions. Yeah, yeah, they're in higher ranking positions because you have to understand, right, women don't work as many hours. Generally speaking, I'm not saying all women. Generally women don't speaking, work women, women less... Women work less hours. Women Why? tend to maybe have children. They have children. Which women is discrimination. Is, sure. Is, I'm, talking ge- I'm talking generally speaking. I'm not saying all women. But, that's mate, I'm I'm, you're talking this, generally and this, I'm delivering statistics. I'm actually facts, saying no, these are statistics. No, but that's what your facts are. Yeah, but when you talk statistics, you have to realise what makes those statistics. And you have to take into to account that, generally speaking, men work longer hours... They're the ones at home and the, and the females looking after the children. That's just so you think that the men, that. you think the men at Lorna Jane in the management positions are working longer hours than the women working in the retail stores? No, what I'm saying is if there's a female that's working the same amount of hours, I have a daughter, right? So I'm definitely not going to tell her, oh, if you work the same and all this and the message you're spreading, I'm not going to say that at all because that's one, that's not the truth and two, it's spreading a shit message to people, especially women out there. If they work the same amount of hours, put the same amount of work in, they're going to make those positions. Michael, unfortunately, that's not true because lasting change can only actually be achieved through redesigning education, employment and workplace strategies. Like, we need to actually put things in place. There might be more when more men earning money in engineering, but it's because not as many women have had the opportunity to get into engineering. So that might not be the perfect example in that industry, but that is what is happening as a general rule. So the t- statistics that have been released today are actual numbers that every company is reporting and those numbers don't feel right if it should be that all women should be able to work the hours and put the work in. We've all been trying to do that for decades. 
it's just women don't choose to be engineers. You're saying, oh, they don't they don't have the opportunity to be engineers. That's false. They just don't choose to be an engineer. Just have oh, a yeah, no, right, I'm not okay. discussing this um, any further. Let's can it's Mike. Let's move on from that because that's that's not making sense. Karen, let's go to Karen in Mullaloo just quickly. Karen, you got some thoughts before we move on here? Hi, yeah. Um, I'm actually calling from a programme called the Future Female Leaders Programme, which we created to actually tackle the, cha- the, the many barriers that prevent women from going into leadership positions and bringing the courage, the confidence, the skills, the know-how. And it's all completely industry-funded. So industry funds the girls to take part in the programme, and we've got girls from Karata down to Essence learning these leadership skills. And um, it's an absolute game changer. So um, there That's are excellent. Can you tell us the name of that again, please? Yeah, it's called the Future Female Leaders Program. It's here in WA, and it just it actually starts this year. The next cohort on the 25th of March with 20 girls at AMWA. We'll follow that up. We need to know That's more about excellent. that. Hey, Karen, just quickly, it's in a in a sentence if you can, because we've got to move on. What do you think about what Michael had to say? Um, I think it's just perspective and that's just one of the perspectives we need to change and challenge and let them know that there are things that can be done and there are women that do want these positions, but they're held back for many, many reasons. All right. Thanks for your thoughts this morning. It's all opinion-based. People's opinions are not what's going to get us moving forward. Mm, Yeah, it's action. Pete and Kimbers, yay or nay? Hey, buddy. Hello. I'm a little bit uh, starstruck. I don't get starstruck often, but seeing Nat and Shervo from Sunrise waltz in here. It's nice, wasn't it? I got a photo. Uh, together, yeah. I never get a photo. Oh, well, we'll walk around the studio and see who else we can find for you. Did it's you Sydney. Get, did you get Shervo below the waist? <laughs> or just gets in cars? Gets Poor Shervo. Good morning, kids. He has so much more to offer. <laughs> Yay or nay, I'm going to give you a topic. You've got three answers to answer. Are we ready? Yeah. Fantastic. The Swifty movement is just one big bandwagon. Three, two, one. Yay. I mean, <gasps> kind of. It's, the problem is, I want to say yay. It's not because she's not deserving. Yeah. She's clearly a really talented artist. Yeah. But it does feel a little bit like a cult. <laughs> so, so was it warranted when it happened to the Beatles back in the 60s? I yeah, know we course. went around. Of course it was. So why isn't it warranted it's now? It's still warranted. I'm oh. saying that like she's absolutely a talent, but I do think there's a lot of people who have got quite caught up in it that would possibly only be into a couple of her songs. Yeah, true. Mm. true. It's a bandwagon, but that's okay. Can I admit something? Well, Are you I on the bandwagon? Mo- I don't know most of her songs. Yeah. I only know the But you've been bangers. on my case about being a diehard Swifty for weeks now. Yeah. See? Okay, so yay. <laughs> Don't throw him under the bus. Hey, speaking of Swift, did you guys see that Papa Swift is in a bit of trouble this morning? No. He's he been um he's investigated for uh, assaulting a paparazzo. Oh. Yeah, in Sydney. So, Papa Swift, behave. Oh, they get annoying, though, don't they? I oh, know, they do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, oh, you would know. <laughs> oh, get back. <laughs> Stop taking photos Stop of taking Pete. photos. We've got all these hey, people out of this studio. Second oh, one. Okay. Yes. What? Packing your own pillow when travelling on a plane. Three, two, one. Yay! Nay. Thank you, Pete. I Nay. had, it was dreamy having my own pillow. I bring an extra large suitcase just to fit my yeah. entire pillow inside. Let's explain, no, let's explain this, right? You're, not, we, talking about your like a ne- you're not talking about like a neck pillow. No, you're talking I'm about talking no, like a bed own, pillow. Yeah, her own bed pillow came to Sydney. That's I don't take weird. it on the plane. It had its own no- seat. There's no space in the seat with us on the plane. I pack it in the suitcase. Weirder. 
It Even feels amazing. There is nothing better than having your own pillow. A hotel pillow cannot compare with your own pillow. No, I like the hotel pillows. They're nice and thick. Well, They're I was going to say, I loved my hotel pillow last night. Beautiful blood stains. It was perfect. <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> you can press pause on this Pete and Kimber podcast anytime you like. But Thai Airways new flights from Perth to Bangkok? Well, they're non-stop. Book now with Thai. Smooth as silk.